Welcome to the Center of Excellence Sales Podcast. I am Tim Genovese, web developer extraordinaire and sales noob, reputed sales noob at this point. Uh, with me today, as always, are Oliver Young, J.D. Diz Bradley, and once again, we have special guest uh, Jared Price. From Hello, everybody. Like a bad penny, man. This guy just keeps showing <laughs> just keeps up. Showing up. I didn't leave, so... <laughs> he lives here now. I think I'm glued to the floor. Oh, man. He set up a cot in the corner, and yeah, he's, mm-hmm. he's, just, he's always been here. He'll always be here. Love this. So, <laughs> uh, today we're going to talk about something uh, that has become increasingly important to me over the past oh about six to eight weeks, uh, and, and that is enthusiasm. This has become important to me because I quit caffeine about oh. eight weeks ago, oh. and I don't. Dear. I get no more chemical energy oh. ever again. So enthusiasm is the <laughs> thing. Ener- enthusiasm is the thing that infuses energy into me <laughs> and carries me through the day, oh. through you, the week, child. and through the Tim, month these days. Tim, so, you are on decaf coffee? I am on decaf oh. coffee. Hey, oh. you, and you don't know this about me either. I quit caffeine four weeks ago. Oh, did you? So I'm a month into my journey of no caffeine as well. I'm just so. finishing my first caffeine drink. <laughs> yeah. I had a monster energy drink before I started today. <laughs> it's, it is rough, but, you know, enthusiasm has been doing the trick for me pretty, pretty well. Uh, I'm going to throw it over to Diz for a second. Oh, Let's, well, actually, not for a second. I'm going to, you know what, you take the 20 minutes and tell us, <laughs> tell us about enthusiasm. Uh, explain to us why this is, uh, this is so crucial, one of the most crucial things in sales. Perfect. Perfect. You know, uh, at least within our organization, I am the hype man. I'm the guy that brings the pump, the oh, energy, yeah. the enthusiasm. Energizer bunny. That's it. All right. I, I have a drum. I bang that drum. Um, and, and what's interesting about that is I learned a long time ago um, about how it actually affects people. Um, and I knew that when, when, I was, when I was going into one of our stores whenever I was at an event, that if I could bring energy and enthusiasm, it literally changed the physiology of a room full of people, right? Um, so I want to talk a little bit today about how, how enthusiasm can trump talent and skill at times, okay? And I want you guys to wrap your head around that, how enthusiasm and energy can trump talent and skill at times. Um, and the reason the reason I want to talk about that is that a lot of times we have people that come in to organizations that may not be talented, that might not have a skill set that we possess, right? And how do they get started? How do they come out of the gate? So I'm going to ask you guys a question. And uh, Jared, I want you to talk first. Um, why energy? Why do you think energy might be so important? So I'm a firm believer, and I've used this statistic many times in some trainings, is 80% of our life, our career, a lot of our interactions with success is our attitude. Now, attitude is something we choose. And when someone has a positive attitude and they're energetic, it's contagious. And you see a new person come in in any type of, of sales industry and they're they're excited, they go out and they just go make a friend and they're so fun to be around and the customers just kind of become comfortable. And like we talked on a previous podcast is, how hard is it to sell somebody something they came in to purchase? Mm-hmm. So they have that energy, the excitement, they go out, they do what they're told to do, and all of a sudden they've made a friend and they actually make a sell. So, but that positive attitude, 
is also related to your energy mm-hmm. that can carry you through. Oh man. A lot of sometimes you're not skipping steps. You're just I would say overlaying them with that energy. Does that make okay. sense? Yeah, absolutely. Oz, you want to weigh in on this? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, uh, I, what I use to explain it a lot is I explain it through the law of attraction. Now, what this is, is so I lived in a car wash. Not a lot of people know this. Oh, I do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do too. Me and my wife, I forced her to live in a car wash for three years. <laughs> She's an actually. angel. She oh, is an angel. Bless Carly's um, sweetheart. You could hear the pumps rattling all night long. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, on Saturdays, I would be showering, and two people would roll into the automatic car wash, and the water pressure would go. <laughs> and for about seven minutes and 12 seconds, I would stand there soaked, waiting for the water to come oh. back out. <laughs> oh, no. Anyway. Made you stronger. But at the car wash, I managed it, and I and I would uh, and I would go around and clean and make sure everything was tidy. I I found out that the way to fill the car wash was for me to go downstairs and wash my car. And the reason why is it's really funky. Nobody pulls into an empty car wash, but when they see somebody washing their car, it gives them the permission to come and wash their car. And you so, tried this in a work. Oh, it I, all the time. Oh my gosh! So whenever I was, whenever I was, just waiting around with nothing to with do, nothing with nobody there, I would pull my car in and I would start washing my car. And by the time I finished washing my car, all the bowl, all the bays were full. It's the same reason why when you look at a restaurant and you walk in and it's totally empty and you sit down and eat, by the time you leave, what's happened? It's filled up. It's filled full, up. right? Yeah. Or you walk up to the to Walmart and you're going to the checkout stand and all the lines are full. But when you walked in, it was empty because people are attracted to other people. We, we just have an underlying attraction and we give each other permission and it's called the law of attraction. And so when we bring energy in response, that attracts what? energy from the other person, right? And so when we bring positivity, they bring positivity with them. Um, And we do it subconsciously. Um, And so that's why when it comes to sales, we have to be the positive attitude like Jerry was saying. We have to bring the energy like Diz was saying, because when we do that, the customer will bring it with them as well. But if we bring negativity, what does the customer bring? Negativity. It attracts negativity right back to you. Oh, man, and, and you're making such a good point because I remember being a brand new sales professional, right? And I get there, and I have no idea what I'm doing. I was I was 33 years old. I was divorced. Uh, my headspace was not necessarily in the right <laughs> area to be doing what I was doing. Uh, but I, I was pumped to have a job. I was excited to be there and start something new and different, right? Um, and I remember that month I sold the most, and in this case it was cars. I sold the most cars. I held the most gross profit, and I was salesperson of the month. How did I do that coming in with no necessarily previous experience when you have guys that have been there for one, two, and three years um, doing that. How, how did that happen? Well, I, I think in your case, because I've been there and I've seen it, is your excitement, your enthusiasm, your energy, you weren't worried about the objections. You weren't worried about them saying no. You just assumed, hey, they're here to buy my product. 
I'm passionate about it. I'm going to go out and with excitement show the product, ask you to buy it. You're going to say yes and move on. Yeah. And and where other or other sales associates are like, oh, no, 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 they're not going to buy. Um, look at the way they're dressed. Um, you know, they make, they kind of prejudge or prequalify. And so mentally you don't have that. You don't know. And you're just stoked because (laughs) you know, you're going to get a commission off selling this product. I I remember telling a customer, look, I have no idea what I'm doing. (laughs) You got me though. Right. And I, I literally, I would say, welcome to, and then I'd have to look back. Oh yeah, this is where I work. Um, and, and, but the customer was like, all of a sudden, and, and I've always been taught this, that a sale is made, and for me, it always will be by a transfer of enthusiasm. Well, and this kind of goes back to uh, what what Jared pointed out as well, kind of goes back to our discussion about the silver bullet, about not taking the a bad flip on with you to the next flip, right? Uh, where you've got maybe a, a more talented uh, salesperson or, or somebody with more skill, somebody who's, who's been there a lot longer. But if they're bringing that negativity into the next sale and you're bringing nothing but positivity and, and energy and joy, yeah. that's magnetic. Yeah. Like that's, that's going to draw that out of your customer. Yeah. Well, and, and for me, there was no bad flips. Yeah. And what I mean by that is even when I failed, I was still excited because I was like, hey, failing's a part of this, right, fellas? And then it wasn't until the guys were like, no, 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 failing is bad. You're not supposed to fail. Then and you you did bad. That It wasn't until you start having those outside forces tell you what you're doing wrong. And tr- I, Again, I had no bad flips. It's like little drops of poison in your ear. Yeah, it really yeah. is. But also when you were new, you knew you just had to take the next opportunity. Yeah. It was a numbers game, right? Yeah. I, that's fine. You said no. They'll say yes. Okay. Keep going. I'm sorry, my bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, and again, I think that we get caught up as sales professionals. And, and again, this is a sales podcast. We get caught up as sales professionals overthinking things too much. Um, does, does, does any Oliver, Jared, Tim, do, do you know what the sophomore slump is? I absolutely oh, do. Jared? I suffered it for a long time. And yeah, I, so. I want both of you to weigh in on this. Yeah, Jared, what's so the sophomore slump? Real quick, sophomore slump is someone comes in, they don't know really what we say, how to sell. They use their energy, excitement, and enthusiasm to be successful. Then all of a sudden they learn the process and realize, oh no, I now know how to sell a product, whether it's a vehicle, jewelry, you know, a suit. And then you start to um, say pre-qualify and you start to what we call shortcut the steps to say, hey, now I know how to do this. I'm going to skip Steps two, three, and four, which we talked about, investigate, build rapport. I'm going to go right to show the car and close the deal. Go for the Because I'm a closer now. <laughs> yeah. I, and that happens. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And for me, a, a lot of the things is, uh, for me, what my sophomore slump was is not necessarily skipping steps, though, Jared, I, that is absolutely a lot of what people do. It was actually me overthinking things. Right. So I would get with a customer. I'm like, okay, where am I at now? Uh, I'm uh, here and I'm supposed to ask this question and I don't know how. Right. But when I first started, it was just kind of like, I don't know what I'm doing. And Mr. (laughs) Customer, be patient with me. And I would just kind of flow with it and bring my happy attitude. Right. And I did. I sold I sold more cars the first couple of months. And then I had my sophomore slump because I was too smart or at least I was I thought I was so smart that I, I, I had to think through everything intensely and my customers could feel it. 
And so I no longer was bringing energy. I was bringing angst and anxiety because I was worried about me getting off. I'm not following the process. I'm not following the process or doing what I was supposed to. Right. Right. So there's a couple of things there then. So there's, there's, there's getting too smart for the process when we're brand new and we're pumped and we're using literally relying on our own energy. Right. And, and then we, we start to learn the process and then we start to circumvent the process and think, well, if I skip this step, it's no problem. I can still go in for the close. Right. Or we, we start to overthink the process because we learned about a process and we say to ourselves, I'm not following the process. What am I doing? And you don't sell. Okay. So the sophomore slump starts out as this individual that's brand new that has no idea what a bad flip is. Then they start to learn the process and learn what a bad flip might be. And so their statistics, their sales statistics start to drop in either they're overthinking the process or they're too good for the process. And all of that creates a drain of energy. Your energy. It's weird. It takes us right back to that. Um, well, and I, I want to go back to what Oliver said, too, for just a second yep. about how instead of, uh, at, at that point, instead of bringing energy and positivity, you're bringing angst and, and nervousness, right? And if you can draw out energy and positivity from a customer by bringing that, what are you drawing out if you're bringing angst and the nervousness? The customer's already bringing plenty of anxiety to the table. <laughs> Their walls are up. And then, especially <laughs> in this industry. Yeah, and even Oliver... You you know, then the fear takes over, right? And then a lot of the energy, because our fear, the fear you have, it will squash that energy, right? Yeah, you can, you can get into a vicious cycle of, of, oh, this guy's nervous. Now I'm nervous. This guy's, this guy's anxious. I'm anxious. And and it it just gets worse and worse and worse. And then you lose that deal. And then the next deal, you have even more weighing on you. (laughs) And And then the manager's mad. And the manager's (laughs) mad. So you have more anxiety (laughs) and, and your energy is just, in the tube. Yeah. Then you get what we call the commission sweats. And and JD, I, I you're not you're not successful, sweats. Oliver. And customers can smell commission breath. They can smell the desperate sweats and the commission sweats, the fear, because you're you're so wrapped up that you're not performing. And it's Absolutely. so funny how it ties back to this lack of energy. And I want to ask a, a quick question: um, When you're feeling that momentum, right? That that drain of energy and you're getting in that downward spiral, how do you turn that energy around, Jared? I want to ask you that question. So there's a couple things. A lot of it depends if it's a physical lack of energy or mental, but typically when you're in a slump, it's because you just need to get um, a win. And so me personally, what I would do is I would just go back and say, hey, if I can talk to a customer, get their name, start to build rapport, and at least get to what we call a presentation I have now gained that momentum back and mentally I'm winning. And so sometimes it's just as far as, hey, all I want to do is get this customer to do, let's say, go on a test drive. And if I do that, I feel good about myself. And then the, it, it, it starts to get that snowball effect going. Find that's that what I would sign do. post that you have to pass. Correct. In order yeah. to say now that that's where I'm going to get my energy back. How about you, JD? I think How you're do you... creating your own flip there. Like you literally are telling yourself, I'm going to create my own flip and it's going to be a good flip. And so how about you yourself, JD? How do you take that? How do you find that? So if I'm for some reason in some kind of a spiral or I'm feeling a lack of energy, um, for me, physically, it's movement. I've got to get up. I've got to move. I've got to get my blood pumping, right? Yep. 
Um, I always clap a room out, and that actually gives me more energy than the people that are clapping with me. Um, but but then uh, on the same point, from a mental standpoint, um, sometimes I need a hard reset. Sometimes I need to take a step back and say to myself, what are the reasons why? What's sucking my energy away? Why? Why? And first of all, why am I allowing it to happen? Yep. Right. Uh, we talked about so, it in a podcast past. You should never let your circumstances dictate your character. Well, I, I think you don't let your circumstances dictate your energy either. Correct. Right. I, I've been called a life sucker before <laughs> in my life. Right. <laughs> Have you ever sat in front of somebody and you're like, man, this person is just sucking the life it's right vamp- out of me? Vampire. Right. It's a life vampire. You have no oxygen. Um, and, and I think that when you start to understand that energy plays such a significant role in sales, because it, it I think throughout the whole sales process, if you're aware of, of what the levels of energy and enthusiasm and excitement do throughout the process, you can better understand how to work with a, a, a person. What, one of the ways, and, and I totally agree, one of the ways, and this is funny because I've taught it a couple of times, um, how I go and refocus my energy, and sometimes you have to do it right in the heat, right? You had, you had a tough experience, right? I had to do something that was hard, and I don't feel well, I don't feel good, but I got to go present. I got the next customer standing right there, right? Um, what I do, and you might think is funny, is I'll get in my car, and I'll look in the mirror, and I'll smile. <laughs> And it sounds funky. And I'll sit there for 30 seconds smiling at myself. Has anybody ever seen you doing this? I want to get it on tape. Oh, my gosh. That SNL skit, I'm good, I'm happy, and gosh dang it, people like me. (laughs) Exactly. What I'm doing is I'm mentally in my head saying, time to put on your mask, Oliver. This is not a time to be Debbie Downer. This isn't a time to let the past be brought into the future. I need to move on because my next opportunity is right now. And so I'm mentally taking a second to put on my mask. I call it my mask because I'll have tough times. I'll have somebody blow up on me and something happen. That's done. It's the past. Right Now I have to address the new opportunity with my mask on. And 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 physically bring change my mentality by saying I'm going to take 30 seconds to do something that's so stupid, but it's because I know I need to bring that energy to that next that next meeting, the next sales call, the next phone call, yeah. whatever it might be. Yeah. Let me make one last point um, because he brings up something very interesting: is as facilitators, as trainers, as sales professionals, sales professionals especially, because you're always presenting. In a sense, you are in or should be incapable of having a bad day. And the reason I say that, and what I mean by that is a bad day in front of a guest. because And, and this can be a bad day in front of a coworker, in front of a manager. You have to always be aware of the energy and enthusiasm that you bring. Are you the life sucker? Right? How am I affecting the people that are around me? Um, if nobody wants to be around you guys, you're that guy or you're that gal. Just so you know, um, Jared, make just sorry, make, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, but but you have to realize that um, the 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 action item that I want to bring up today because I think this is so important. I love the fact that we're bringing I up love action, action items, items in these podcasts. My assignment for you 
is to identify, make a list. There's direct correlation between you having a pen in your hand. I want you to physically do this. Don't do it on a computer. Don't do it in a phone. Grab a pen, grab a piece of paper. There's a correlation between you seeing a pen in your hand, physically writing on a piece of paper that'll help you retain the information. Write down those things that are sucking the energy out of your life. Make a plan to change that. Because once you can identify those things that are taking away from your energy, obviously you're going to have more energy in your energy banks because there's not something depleting it. And can I add one more to your assignment? Absolutely. Identify those people who suck the energy from you and avoid them. You have to. Yeah. You have to because you're Sorry, around. Sorry, J.D. No, no, you're absolutely yeah. You're around so many people <laughs> in your life so many times. So identifying this. And then I want you to also in the same token, there's threefold identify those things that boost your energy so that when you have to jump into a car and smile at yourself, that's weird. Weird. Okay. And I'm going to record that at some point. But it works. But it works. Um, You know the things that you can do to immediately change your physiology, change the, the amount of energy that you have, because again, you're incapable of having a bad day. Fantastic. Well, again, I have been taking copious notes, but I I really think that what this boils down to is uh, just as Oliver said early on, the law of attraction, you're going to, you have to bring energy, you have to bring positivity if you expect to get any of that back. Um, And we want to avoid the sophomore slump. And and this is, this is where we're maybe skipping steps or we're, we're overthinking things and we're losing that energy. We're losing that positivity. Instead, we're bringing anxiety. And if we bring anxiety to the customer, the customer's going to bring anxiety right back and we get stuck in a a nasty little cycle. Um, Some great ways to regain your energy. Uh, You can change the goal. Basically find a closer signpost and then use those signposts to kind of say, okay, well, we did this. Let's move on to the next one and regain some energy that way. Movement is fantastic. Get your blood pumping uh, and don't let circumstances dictate your energy. Uh, And then finally, putting on that mask, as, as Oliver said, because you are not capable of having a bad day in front of the customer. You should not be capable. We talked about this in a previous podcast. It's your responsibility to guide a customer through a process and you have to bring energy and you have to bring positivity to do that. Uh, And then finally, uh, we just have our action item. Identify the people and things. Uh, Write this down. Write it down with a pen and paper. Identify the people and things that suck the energy out of your life and make a plan to remove them. Absolutely. How'd we do? <laughs> Let's go. Cut yeah. out the fantastic. So pumped. Guys, I love it. Uh, this, this has been uh, one of my favorites, actually, uh, because like I said early on, energy is, is energy and enthusiasm is very important to me. So I'm excited to go out and uh, try some of this stuff out. I'm excited for our listeners to do that as well. Uh, so once again, gentlemen, thank you for uh, putting this all together. Uh, this has been a, a, a great day, and we will see you next time oh, on the here. Center of Excellence Sales Podcast. Take it easy. Thanks.